Bueller? Bueller? Bueller. 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 Well, guys, I guess we're starting the uh, Spice Co. chat, and our main host is not here at the moment for some reason, or just not talking. So I'll uh, kick it off here. So, Dwight, what did you think about this episode? Um, I was happy with it. Quite happy with it. Yeah, I think it covered a lot of things, and certain characters did what we expected, and there were some surprises that I personally loved. Yes. Great scenes. I, you I, know? I, I think, yeah, I think what I loved most was the fact that there was nothing uh, cat, uh, catastrophically heart-wrenching about anything yeah. in this episode. There, there was no Red Wedding-esque I nice think they're heart to the viewers. I think they're planning for, like, all of the uh, deaths to happen in Season 8 in the actual war. Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, I guess, like, all right, how did the episode start out? Do you remember? You just watched them, Mark. Spoilers! Yeah, I did. Literal. Yeah, I, I started it. Just an hour and a half ago. Or two hours ago. Yep. Whatever. Anyway, the, uh, the episode's jarred um, with everyone fucking sailing towards this uh, and heading towards this meeting. It started started with uh, they were, everyone was at King's Landing and yep. the unsullied were outside the gates and there was a Dothraki and Braun was talking about how he loved calm board. Oh yeah, Jamie's yeah. Like, Jamie's like, yeah, that shit will fit me. <laughs> And uh, I think uh, Braun realized how fucked they were if they were to fight the Dragon Queen, looking at the armies. <laughs> yeah. Even though he already knew they were fucked when he saw the dragons and the Dothraki before. <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll do what's in his best interest. I'm happy to see uh, he survived the season. I was pretty damn sure Cersei would have him killed. Yeah, I think Jamie does have him protected enough and he did make an excellent point what he did did allow for Cersei to bring all of her enemies underneath one area so if she really wanted to kill him he gave her an opportunity yeah he yes, certainly made a fair point yeah but um, you know all the reunions at the start of the episode too were a little hard touching you know we had Tyrion meeting Bronn again Tyrion meeting uh, Potter. Tyrion yeah. Maybe this time he got a more opportunity to say something, but Braun yeah. arranged yep. the meeting, so he, he already saw him. But he did see yeah. Potter for the first time in a while. I think Braun arranged through like a third party. I imagine Tyrion just sent, or Varys sent someone to go uh, communicate. So they probably didn't really actually have much opportunity to talk the first time. And then, oh, you know, there's the Podrick Union and the Hound being able to get a few of his little phrases out. I loved his little uh, threat. If anyone touched the box, they'd be the first ones to die. <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah, Hound. Telling the Lannister soldier to fuck off. Yep. I'm, did, you I'm catch sad the, we, uh, the, the, did you catch a quick reference to Podrick's magic dick? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it. 
Ron is like, you can suck his magic dick later. <laughs> oh, hello? How are you oh. back? Hey. Sorry, I don't hey, know what's we... going on with my mic. I had to go find another phone to call. Yeah, uh, that's fine. We started it. Uh, we just covered the uh, beginning, and then we just said about how they were uniting, and uh, the little lines between Tyrion and Bronn, and Bronn saying, you can suck his magic dick later. Uh, I was just going to say, then we got our, uh, when they all finally gathered at the uh, Dragon Pit, uh, I was a little disappointed we didn't get to the Cleagan Bowl. <laughs> the, the what? Oh, the Cleegan Bull. It's the uh, fight between the uh, Hound and uh, the Mountain that everyone's been waiting for since, Clegane. like, season one. Cleegan Bull. Fine. Cleegan Bull, right. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that eventually, I'm sure. How, uh, and, how come, uh, like, the Hound isn't, like, weirded out at all by how the Mountain is completely dead? Uh, I don't think he really... He just thinks he looks fucked up. <laughs> well, he definitely looks fucked up, that's for sure. Yeah. Probably looks uh, more like uh, how the game sees him in his head. Monster. Did you guys mention... Anyway, if you uh, would like to start directing this episode, because we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. Yeah. I don't know, that's fine, that's awesome. Uh, it sounds like you guys are doing great. Yeah. No, but I'm going so, to take over, so I don't have to. Or Andrew doesn't <laughs> oh. have to. Sorry, I got a lot of more people passing me. Did you guys oh, mention that that line that uh, maybe it really is just all cocked in the end? Oh, I, we, I forgot to mention that line. That was a good line. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out the episode, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so you you guys already covered all the all the different meetups. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that uh, the Hound and Bran got to uh, see each other again. Yep. No tension there. Oh, I would really <laughs> like for him to have mentioned the uh, the redhead that he talked about her with. Hey, I thought that would have been nice. Hey, that was locker room talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you you oh, don't know. Hey, yeah. I met this bro of mine who helped save my life, who wants to bang the living crap out of you. Yeah, just throw that out there. Upper pole or nothing. Go, hey, this guy really deserves it. And he really thinks, he really likes you. It. It's not even a joke this time. <laughs> well, he might be dead now. The, uh, he might be dead now, yeah. But uh, no, I think I think he, he's gonna be he one of the two that will survive. That. Yeah, but the whole wall came down. I mean, yeah, there's no way he no, made it far a, enough away from that. Well, he ran. It would have shown his death, and it, 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 there was literally something from his point of view where he saw the wall come down and his side of the wall stayed. So he yeah. he's on the other side of the wall that's still standing. But we're getting a little well, ahead even of ourselves, so, guys. That's at the end of the episode. Yeah, okay. We'll get to that later. later. Alright, so... uh, So, you know, we're all at the Dragon Pit now. They're all gathered, and... uh, You know, you got the little googly eyes between Brienne and uh, Jamie happened there. Googly eyes? I don't think they... 
Oh, she was Googling him hard, and he was kind of giving her, like, you're still alive. Look. Yeah. He's like, careful. Oh. My crazy, jealous girlfriend, Queen's here. Sister. (laughs) Well, now that Jamie's finally turned to the light side, he's probably going to have to fight Torment for Brienne. Ah. Good prediction. Solid prediction. (laughs) No, I'm... I'm thinking that uh, a lot's going to happen. No. <laughs> All right. So, uh, to dra- Dragon Pit, we had. Uh, I like Daenerys' uh, uh, lay entry with the two dragons. Like, Cersei's like, yeah, she where is she? Fuck, I didn't. No? Fucking, I thought that was stupid. Uh, immediately from the start, I thought, oh, you brought both the fucking dragons. Now they're, now they're going to know something is up. And then I was fucking right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, so, one thing I was thinking, after they've decided that... Uh, well, okay, after they part ways at first, when they're basically all standing around like, oh, I guess we're fucked now because she decided not to help us. And they were trying to think of what to do. I was thinking, why not just take King's Landing now? I mean, you got everyone there. Let's just do it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I was just thinking, like, if they literally killed Cersei at any time, who's going to take over King's Landing after Cersei? They just need to assassinate her. <laughs> I mean, they a shitty, though, I mean. Well, yeah, but... Cersei's just as shitty as them. Cersei blew up a shit ton of people. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, an eye for an eye just leaves everyone blind, right? Uh, yeah. So what did you guys think about John's decision to uh, be like, nah, I already, I already swore loyalty to Danny. I can't help you out. I, I think the immediate benefits, there are none. But I think there's going to be long-term benefits to his decision. Because Jonathan's building himself up to be someone that everyone respects and listens to and who is honest. He was saying he that all that ma- the only way that words matter is if you keep them. And I, I think that influenced Jamie heavily later in the episode when Jamie decided he was going to go north like he promised he would. I don't because think that, that his name is Jonathan. But oh. anyway, go on. Uh, what was that? Sorry, there's a lot of clanging. Sorry, my bad. It's all <laughs> fucked up and I need to fix it. Forgive me. So what did you say, I Izzy? I don't think that his name is Jonathan. But okay, John. Anyway. I don't know why I said Jonathan. It's probably because I'm only saying Jonathan here. trying Because our friend John like to be called Jonathan now. Yeah, now. But, yeah, so uh, we have... But I think John made the right decision long-term-wise. It's the only way he can have everyone respect him and how the story's heading right now. I think he is going to be the one that ends up in the Iron Throne. And, hey, got him some Dragon Queen pussy, didn't it? Oh, yeah, he did. A little bit of ant. <laughs> did they have to 
be explaining the incest while the incest was happening? I mean, come on. Yes. Yes, they did. Because yeah. it's, not a, it's not a true Targaryen romance if it's not a little incestuous. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated the scene with Sam and Bran getting together to explain everything to each other, and they're like, oh, holy shit, he's the real uh, one we gotta tell on the throne. And, we gotta tell John when he gets there as John's on the ship. Yeah, most of the time. He's saying that while he's fucking his aunt. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I appreciated it. But, uh, uh alright. So, oh, uh, I, I like the reveal of the, um, white to everyone and how, like, even Cersei got scared. She's like, oh, wait, what? This is real? <laughs> Because they're like, what's in that box? Euron bitched out. That was interesting. He didn't really bitch out. So how did they plan that in advance, though? Uh, He's going to pretend to bitch out. I think they were planning... Another reason to storm off. Yeah, I think he was setting up the whole him calling out the dwarf and doing this and that. There was a whole act where, in some way, he was going to find an opportunity to just say, oh, I'm bailing. But so White just gave the perfect excuse. Yeah, you know, I, I gotta say, I was fucking right that, uh, of course, she's just going to betray everyone. Of course she's going to do that. And why the hell isn't Tyrion knowing that that's going to happen? I, I think they well, I'm all... I'm sure he does. Uh, I'm, I think the main goal was, which they didn't really mention, was they mostly don't want Cersei marching in on the back of them while they're fighting the North, which Cersei herself, even her plan to backstab them, She's just going to let leave them alone up north. She's not going to chase after. Which uh, is in itself pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so they're not yeah. going to be fighting a battle on two fronts. And now she's also lost Jamie, who is her main tactician. Ooh, good point. She doesn't really have any other military smarts around there, does she? No. Other than Braun. <laughs> Who she oh, wait, doesn't like. So Why didn't Jamie bring Braun with him? Yeah. Braun probably he, stayed behind. He, no, he, could, he probably was in the Blackwater. Probably headed toward the Blackwater to pick him up. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, yeah, so, uh. Everyone seems to be teleporting around everywhere this season, so. They're using hey, man, ships. There's magic and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You guys uh, ever watch uh, Film Theory? Uh, Matt Pat? Well, I think a lot of people are able to travel around a lot faster this season because a lot of them are moving in smaller groups. And also there's not a bunch of war outside. Like, our, a lot of our earlier seasons, there's a lot of just spread out armies everywhere. So you'd have to do massive detours to get around everyone to not get killed. And now that there's no open field fighting, there's a little bit more of a straight path. You don't have to... What the hell are you talking about, man? Jamie marched the Lannister army from Casterly Rock all the way to Highgarden and then to King's Landing in a fortnight. You did a lot of running. No. (laughs) Casterly Rock and Highgarden aren't that far away. Yeah, they're like neighbors. (laughs) 
They are pretty far away. If you, um, like, like I was saying, MatPat did uh, some uh, topography or whatever, mapping stuff to find that it's about 900 miles away. Uh, get, get there and then get from uh, High Garden back to uh, Keen's Landing in a fortnight. Uh, you would have to, at all the troops would all have to be on the and they'd all have to be galloping constantly without sleep. He probably used the Greyjoy army or navy to get closer to uh, High Garden. Because ship travels a lot faster. No, ship travels a lot faster. Well, yeah, but then they'd have to march to the sea and then march back. High Garden's <laughs> next to the sea. <laughs> so is Casterly Rock. So is King's Landing. Well, yeah, but they'd have to go all the way around Dorne to get from uh, High Garden to King's Landing. Well, there's really no one running Dorne right now, is there? No, there's no one running Dorne. Dorne's kind of just been forgotten for now. <laughs> I'm just saying the distance. It doesn't really, uh, yeah, I think Dorne's really the advantage. Dorne, Dorne's in... Dorne's in the same situation as the Stormlands. Yeah. It, it's just people um, kind of just doing their own thing. <laughs> well, not really. Anyway, technically, Circe is of House Baratheon. So I'm sure she yeah. has a vassal of some sort heading up the Stormlands. Has had has or had. But it's probably such a minor name that no one cares. And she probably well, sir, cares so sir, little for the Stormlands. Because the Stormlands isn't a wealthy uh, area at all. Right. Anyway, uh, MatPat's theory for how everyone's able to move around so fast is because in Westeros, everyone's just fucking huge. Everyone's like 12 feet tall, and that's just normal. You, you just never really have anything to compare them to, so because they're only comparing next to each other, so they're all just fucking giant. So their horses are huge, but, too? Yeah. That's okay. okay. <coughs> Man, the well, giants that's, that's must be the really theory good. There is the <laughs> it's not my theory. It's it, it's my pet's theory. Who the fuck is my pet? Why the fuck do we care? He's like one of the most famous people on YouTube. Anyway, um, just watch the theory sometimes though. Were you guys surprised that Cersei didn't kill Tyrion as I was? Uh, well, if we're thinking about it in terms of how stories are told and how the arc of the show is going to go, not exactly, but if we're, we just look at her character or whatever, yeah, yeah a little bit. You know. so speaking of Cersei killing her brothers, she told the Mountain to kill Jamie. How come yeah, the Mountain did. didn't kill Jamie? She she kind of gave the order, but she didn't go through with it. She didn't. She she nodded, do it, and then nothing happened. Yeah. Well, Jamie got to walk awkward. off like a baller. He he broke up with his bitch of a girlfriend. <laughs> I feel like the mountain was just like, oh well, just, uh, Jamie's too cool. I can't kill him at that moment. He, he had a he had a good stretch. <laughs> Maybe the mountain's really good at reading Cersei too. Like, ah, oh, she'd be pissed at me if I killed him. <laughs> yeah. 
think the mountain's really good at anything other than killing. So he's a really good. No, he's he's a really good uh, listener to Thirsty. Like she has him wrapped around her little finger somehow. <laughs> oh, you mean in terms of loyalty? Like, yeah. Listener, like listener, listener, like oh, he always hears what I have to say. I figure that that's just you know a product of the fact that he's kind of half, half dead. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. He is, he is very loyal. Okay, so we gotta talk about this motherfucking plot, which I don't know why it's still even a part of the show. Um, Theon coming to John and being like, "Am I a Stark?" And he's like, "Yes, you are Stark and a Greyjoy." Well, I think John is a very understanding character compared to a lot of people in Westeros. And he himself had battles with himself of, am I a Snow or am I a Stark? Yeah. So he could kind of relate to Theon on that level. And I think he's heard what Theon's gone through, and so he's like, well, he's kind of served his penance for everything he's done. And he is trying to change. He's so bad at changing them. Um, he really is. Then he gets to have that fight and have his nutlessness uh, work for his advantage. I thought he just chopped his dick off, though. I mean, does he not? He probably cut I it feel like that was. You know, I, no, he chopped like his balls off and he played his dick. Okay, but I, I still feel like he probably has some scar there. Like, getting kicked like that would probably still hurt like a bitch. Well, sure, it's, but not like getting kicked at the balls hurts. Yeah, his face was pretty beat up, so. <laughs> Probably yeah, like he was just like he he kicked him several times, and he's just like, hey, yeah, that is nothing. I mean, do something, yeah. He he's had plenty of time to let that scar heal down there. I suppose. Uh, My question is, how does he pee? That is a good question. Probably just like through a hole. That's just like there. <laughs> yeah. It probably just kind of sprays everywhere. He has to say it. <laughs> it that's, half, that's half the humiliation. Exactly, he has to say it. <laughs> but, uh, He's probably just covered in piss all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. it's a time and it, it, emblematic of the Middle Ages, and I imagine a lot of those people with all their armor just kind of test themselves. Probably. Too much of a hassle to take that shit off every... 20 minutes or two hours this. But, yep. But, no, I, that was a, this was a good episode. It's all in all. We got, we got okay. the... Um, we got a somewhat truth out of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, oh, let's talk just about Winterfell. Oh! Um, oh, are, are we oh about that was the, the thing that I was absolutely right on? Yes. What? Yes. Andrew knows. Andrew knows absolutely much. I, I was right so now. excited for that scene when it happened. Like, I was like, oh, no. This is just betraying okay, us. Uh, oh, wait. Ah. Let's divide <laughs> this into two parts. Uh, so we have okay. the first scene where uh, Littlefinger is talking to Sansa and uh, trying to throw her against Arya. And it seemed to be working in his favor at that moment. Yeah, I, I, ha- I had faith. I thought that he was like, oh, man, Littlefinger, he's 
he's doing his schemes. He's he's gonna get this. He's gonna he's gonna do it. He's come keen to the north. I, I think the one that really fucked it over for him was uh, Brian. Stupid little game. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. She's she's like for treason and murder. Arya standing there. You got little fingers standing in the corner, just smiling like. Ha, 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 ha. He's always in that fucking corner. Yep, and then she's like always in the fucking. Corner. And she's like for the you are getting, being charged with murder and treason, little finger. And then that just oh shit face of his like what. What's going on? <laughs> he went down so bad, so hard. Yeah. I love how he's oh, like trying man. to defend himself so much there too, like trying to justify himself and everything. And he's like, no, we, wait. Uh, I have a question for the both of you. Think get your opinion. Do you think mm-hmm. Sansa and Arya? Well, first off, did Arya Arya knew what was going on the whole time, right? Um. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. I think Sansa, Sansa, Arya, and Bran got together, had a conversation, because that's when Bran revealed that Littlefinger's the one that killed their dad. And then, well, didn't kill him, but held a knife to his throat and got him killed. By betraying him. Okay, so my real question was, um, the lord of the, uh, the knife of the, of the veil... That uh, refused to take him to uh, back to the veil. Yeah. Do you think he was warned about any of this, or did he flip on Baelish in that moment? You know, they didn't really uh, specify, but the way that they were acting, it seemed like they kind of knew what was going down. At least the uh, leaders did. So there might have been a convening or a message sent to specific people. Like, hey, this is going to be going down here. But yeah, I, mean, I could see him. I, I, I could see I it see, being either way. That's the thing. I, I agree that it wasn't really specified. So I'm trying to gauge what you guys think. Yeah, I, I, I'm of the opinion that he turned on him in that moment. He, he heard yeah. all that. And he's like, "Yep, that sounds like that sounds like this guy that I've been working for. That all that all lines up. This guy kind of sucks. And now I have yeah. a reason to uh, say fuck him." Yep. And I feel like he was always more loyal to uh, Sansa more than him. Oh, yeah. At that time. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, fucking what a great scene. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's nice. So now we don't have to worry about it, Littlefinger it, at all. His scheme well, and his plane. more that that knife was Littlefinger's? Did oh, yeah. That that happened in season one where uh, they were. Littlefinger says, "Oh, I lost that knife in a bet to Tyrion." When uh, yeah. Tyrion was still coming down from the north, and that's why uh, Lady Stark uh, captured him and took him to the Vale was because they thought right. Tyrion was the one. Right. But uh, it was Littlefinger. Yeah, but did, did the uh, was ever revealed to the audience before that that was actually bullshit and it was and he never lost it to that. Uh, well, we knew that the the as an audience 
we knew that Tyrion didn't order the kill, and Tyrion didn't use the knife, so the two things was it was either Littlefinger or it was um, Joffrey, because Joffrey may have found the knife in the armory and gave it as payment to the uh, cutthroat, because that knife is hella valuable. So kinda, we knew it was either I think Joffrey... I remember hearing that it... I think I remember hearing them talking about that it might have been uh, Jamie's knife because Jamie was the original one trying to kill Bronn in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we we weren't. But we knew that Baelish at one time owned the uh, knife. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, did we? Uh, uh, I thought it was uh, interesting. Go on. Wait. I would like to point out that we, we said someone said that that's the last we've seen of him, and um, I, I would have to disagree. I believe his oh. face will be seen again. Who will be seen? The the face of Peter Baelish. Oh, she's going to be worn by um, Arya. It's a good disguise. Getting your way to King's oh, Landing. That'd be awesome. That'd be fun. Um, I, th- I thought it was interesting how they kind of revealed that, or I guess not really revealed, but said publicly to the whole crowd up there that uh, Littlefinger was really the whole reason why all this war and fighting started in the first place. He really was. He was the catalyst. Yeah, he started everything. Yep. And he wasn't okay. able to complete his plan. Got it. I was really hoping that his plans were going to uh, go through a little bit farther. Just a little bit more. That's all right. Uh, I, I get, I get a lot more one. respect to Sansa, because seriously, he did fuck Sansa over multiple times. Because <laughs> he pinned the uh, assassination on of Joffrey on her. He uh, sold her to the frickin' uh, Boltons. <laughs> I'm glad that, like, finally uh, she got her her comeuppance on him because he was just crazy underestimating her so much the whole time. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, so... Well, she's a slow learner, but she does learn. Yeah. <laughs> no one won the bet. No one did. No. No. no one died. I think I I remember reading something about one of the show writers that they he's saying this season he was a little disappointed that they steered away from killing any of the main characters, but he's hoping that they all start being a little bit more free in the next season. I was so ready to watch Jamie die in that last scene. Oh. Damn it, Padre. Uh, Why are you still alive, you magical dick bastard? <laughs> oh, yeah. Podrick and uh, Bronn went off together. We never got to see them having a drink. I was hoping to see a little funny moment there. It was yeah. just probably a little like, what have you been up to? I'm a lord now. Oh, that's cool. What have you been doing? Oh, uh, I saw Brienne beat the shit out of the hound. 
That was a good fight. Watch that again. Okay, oh, yeah. so uh, then we got the Big Ben East Watch. Yep. Oh, I love how they're just like they see the army coming in. They're like, "Oh, we're fucked." All right, guys, get ready for this. And then all of a sudden, you hear roaring in the distance, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And then you see the dragon come in, and they just knew it was over. They're like, "Bail, bail." <laughs> I'm surprised I the dragon got at first. When I first heard the dragon roar, I thought for a second, like, "What is Danny gonna come up here and save them all?" No. <laughs> no, Danny's gonna have to kill her baby again. Yeah. Uh, brought the wall down. Oh man. Well, half the wall. Just a giant chunk that let a hundred thousand at least army through, if not larger than that now. <laughs> at the moment you start to think like, hey, maybe everything's gonna be okay. They do a good job of just showing you like, nope, everyone's fucked. Everyone's definitely fucked. That's why I said, fuck, just fuck, because at that moment you're just like, the North's fucked right now. The North, oh, the North is literally fucked. <laughs> Like, next season, it's going to be pretty much John's going to land and have to just start buying whites right away. And they're probably going to have to... Winter has come. It's snowing in Kane's Landing. Everything's going to freeze over, and now there's no wall protecting anybody. And yep. have a fucking ice drag. <laughs> I think they're going to have to bail on um, Winterfell. They're going to have to strategically remove themselves from the north and the place they'll have to probably end up going would be to uh, Walder Frey's because there they'll have a river and they'll have Walder's defensive position I don't think the winners are really going to do much it's going to freeze over yeah it's they're fucked (laughs) they're so fucked they're now It seems like, like it's oh, just man. like ice rocks or something. The wall was just made of ice. Magical ice, yes. but ice. And what that dragon is essentially doing, if it's not fire, then I would think that it's ice. So basically that it looks like a blue blasting. fire. Sure, but fire is still fire, and even blue fire fucked up a white, with not it? Yeah. So is the white dragon just immune to its own fire? No, I, I think it's some other magic... It's, it's some magic theme. <laughs> yeah, it's magical. Alright. Alright. Maybe it won't be immune to the uh, orange fire of a regular dragon. I hope so. I, I hope that's all it will take is a quick burst of flame for that dragon to be fucked. Oh, I imagine okay. there's going to be a giant aerial battle between Daenerys on Drogon and him on his. What if both, what if the what if all the dragons are immune to whatever they can breathe, and so they can only take them down physically? Yeah, but that makes a much better fight. So a, a dragon stone tipped scorpion bolt. <laughs> About all you can do. John, 
John will just jump off the dragon, do a dive into the dragon with his sword. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, no, yeah, I actually agree with Andrew on that one. That would be way better television to see John jump off one of Daenerys' dragons with his Valerian sword and just stab living piss out of that dragon. I, I would watch that. That would be fucking cool. That'd be way more satisfying than a fucking bolt from a scorpion with fucking dragon stone on top of it. Yeah, well, because that dragon can move. <laughs> yeah, it seemed to be very agile, even compared to the other dragons. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting it to kind of have some bit of zombie movement, be like barely able to fly or something. But now, like, I think it's because the Night King was able to get the body so fresh. Yeah, maybe still has holes in the wings and stuff. Yeah, it's still undead, but it's magical, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, which is kind of... I think it's bullshit that there were holes in the wings to begin with, because the wings yeah. were never damaged during the fight, were they? It was just a big hole in the side from the spear, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty much a neck wound that killed it. But right. if you remember, so that, the dragon did kind of blow up when it went down. Yeah, it it kind of blew up, though, so... Because, damn, the Night King's a badass. Oh man! So who who do you who's your money on to be the one to kill the Night King? Arya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, no, I'm joking. Oh, uh, I think that's what fans want is Arya <laughs> to do it. No, I, I personally believe I mean, that she's going to she kill the. She's gonna kill the, the, the mouse and, and she's gonna yeah. take it right in front of the the hound. Hound's gonna be trying to kill the mouse, but she's gonna cut the line and like, nope, he's mine. She took the hound off her nameless. No, the mountain. She's gonna kill the. Oh, mountain. she's gonna kill the mountain in front of the hound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wasn't wasn't that the uh, the interaction between the hound and the mountain that the hound was like, you know who's coming for you. He yeah, but he, he, he meant himself. himself. Yeah, he, so he meant himself. Some, yeah, he, he's like he's gonna go at it with his brother, and right before his brother's right before the hound is able to kill the mountain, or vice versa, right before the mountain is about to kill the hound, Arya's gonna jump in and fucking kill the mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, okay, so right. next season we have six episodes. How many? Yeah, that's it. It's just gonna be a short season. Uh, there used to I think be like an hour and a half long, though. I think um, it's just all gonna be war and battle and fighting. There's no gonna be. There's like they're over with the storyline of the conniving and the politics, other than Cersei. Okay, so it, I got I got twenty dollars saying that Winterfell doesn't make it past episode two. Yeah, I think Winterfell's going to fall very fast. Like, seeing that army marching actually, through, I think they're going to bail from the north a bit. Actually, I take that back. I'm going to say the first episode of Winterfell's going down. Yeah. The fall of Winterfell. Do you yep. guys think that these, these zombies are going to take out East Watch and then immediately head west instead of south? I think the they're going to move 
they're going to kill as many people in the north as they can before they march down even further. Because what the Night King's doing is he's trying to build his army to be as massive as it can. And every time they kill someone, that's a number to their army. That, yeah, that's fine. But I don't think these guys have any idea of what's below the wall. It's not like they have a map. So why would they immediately stop going south and instead immediately take a turn west? Um, we don't know how much the Night King knows. And um, I was reading information on the Night King. Like, they did slightly him slightly different in the uh, show than in the uh, books. But in the books, he used to be the... Um, he was, like, the 37th uh, Night Commander in the books, where John is the 997th Night Commander. That's so. Oh. So well, he, he he might have an idea then. He might have an idea of things more than you'd expect, and I imagine he has ways of gathering information because he's myth- mystical himself. Do you think maybe they will march along the wall and just take the whole wall out? Nah, that seems like a waste of time. Yeah. Well, what what are they doing at uh, Castle Black? Do you think? Uh, nothing. They'll probably fall back to reinforce the uh, main armies. Yeah, probably. I I imagine they had someone run across the wall from Eastwatch to run just straight down to uh, <laughs> to them and go, "Yo, wall's breached. <laughs> well, wall is now worthless." <laughs> the wall How big is. Now- is- how big is the White Army? Do they, uh... 100,000 100, at least. Do you think what we've seen of them is all that they have, though? I yeah. mean, they've, they've been preparing for a couple hundred years. Sure. It's not really yeah, that many but people north of the wall, though, so they don't really have that much in terms of resources they're all on. Yeah. Yep. And there could be more forces and stuff like it was a rough estimate that Daenerys when she was like there's at least a hundred thousand from what she could well, yeah but I, I'm thinking we haven't even seen them all you know I mean they, yeah. they have small squads and stuff that go out so I mean why wouldn't they have a separate army on the west side or something well it's because what, they're marching what the reserve force yeah you, know, you guys stay back here we don't need you just you know if we if we all die, you guys then just you know go ahead and come up and fight. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I'm I mean, pretty sure he's gathered tactics, all of his I mean, army. Sends out in waves. Well, they they have nothing to hold. The only reason you'd have reserve forces is if you have anything to defend. They're not trying to defend anything. They're just trying to kill everyone. So yeah, they'll probably attacking. spread out through after they pass the wall. You'll probably have a force starting to head south of the White Army. You'll probably have one head west in every direction. They'll probably break into smaller groups to kill villagers and people like that. So they're probably going to spread out now that they're past the wall. That was probably the front of the forest. If anything was left behind the wall, it's probably small little units that are still catching up. And I'm going <laughs> to push back on the, uh, the that Winterfell is going to fall. Because I think they're, they, I, I they're going to all get their fucking Dragonstone. And I think every man, woman, and child in the north has been training, and I think yep. they're going to do just fucking fine. 
And I think what you said is right, that, they're, that the night army is going to splinter, and one is going to head west, and one's going to head south, and whatever. And the small faction that heads west is going to get it fucking bell rung. That's, I, that's what I believe. You guys can say what mm-hmm. it's going to fall, but I, I think they're going to take some ass. Uh, even if they're spreading out and such, they're going to get to Winterfell before anyone that's, that was down in that meeting is going to be able to get up to Winterfell. But Winterfell still has the northern forces, and they still have the Knights of the Vale. And, and uh, that's where everyone in the north, north flees to. So they're going to have yeah. every man, woman, and child that was able to flee. And they're mm-hmm. all going to be trained, and they're all going to get a spear, and they're going to fuck some shit up. Are they going to be able to take out that ice dragon? I think... Uh, well, right, so I'm, I'm banking on the fact that the ice dragon isn't going to join the, the western front. I think that I, I am betting that the ice dragon will head south. I'm thinking that that's going to be the season opener. They're going to just, uh, you know, tug on people's heartstrings right away. Uh, that's going to be how the first episode ends, with uh, Winterfell going down. Well, yeah, I see the winner. Wait to find out. I got twenty like bucks on two it. years. <laughs> two years since I come out. Two years. Yeah. Fuck with this like, we might not last that goddamn long. Yeah, because again, last season is just going to be all major battles, and those are a lot harder to film than just talking yes, in are. a corridor. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Well, total, they're going to have uh, more, like, footage than they had this season, because uh, yeah. every episode is supposed to be, like, an hour and a half well, long. Well, each each episode's pretty much going to be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just going to, like, they, oh, man, they're going to have a fun time with all the animation and CGI they're going to have to be doing. Oh, and the length of the fucking missing. shows is impressive in and of itself. Is it not? I mean, say nothing of the quality of the programming, but the fact that every week they're able to come out with an hour and a half fucking show. Yeah. Well, think <laughs> about all the fucking money that they have. I mean, uh, they did really well. Even the show's really popular. Yeah, insanely popular. This next season's got. I mean, they they got even more money going into this next season than they had in this one. So I mean. Well, this is the season everyone's been waiting for. Like, everyone's been waiting yeah. for the War of the Undead. <laughs> yeah. Winter's like, finally come. Winter's finally come. That's what we've been waiting for for seven seasons, is for the fight with the White Walkers and the Whites. And they've tied up most of their loose ends other than Cersei. I have like, a theory here, Rod. I have a theory. Who's in the same boat with Cersei? What? What's your theory? theory. Well, I I, I think that's going to... Well, first, I have a question before the theory. Do you think Theon is going to catch on to the fact that Euron isn't headed back to the Iron Islands? Oh, yeah, because Theon's heading to the Iron Islands, and he might see what's going on there and go be able to warn the others. Like, hey, uh... Theon's not at the Iron Islands after I just saved my sister. Nor is majority of his fleet. <laughs> yeah, Theon might be successful in saving his sister because uh, Euron's not going to be there. So. 
do we, do we know she's out a we don't know that she, she's at the Iron Mountain. So she could just be a prisoner on a boat. She could be. True, but... I don't know. Yeah, I, we don't... I, I, I want to predict, I, or at least my hope, is that Theon catches wind of it early, like even before he gets to the Iron Islands somehow. Yeah. And that he, he is able to intercept somehow um, over at Essos, and he becomes the, the leader of those 20,000 fucking mercenaries and ends up using them either against Cersei or with Jon Snow or whatever, and that will be his motherfucking redemption. Man, I think that somehow Theon's going to end up being the most important character in the series finale. <laughs> And he he's gonna end up being like doing something that's gonna save everyone, and he's uh, he's gonna be like like Gollum at the end of Lord of the Rings. He just ended up having just some really important thing he needed to do. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got them all. Fuck with all these giant trucks passing. But we we we're gonna see what goes on with Theon. That just might be just a minor side story. Or it could turn huge. Oh, okay. God I'm excited to see those uh, um, white white giants. Uh, I'm excited to see them fight. Those, those oh, ones are going to be really hard to take out. Yeah, we don't know how easy it is to kill them with uh, dragon glass. Like, we know that dragon glass can kill them, but do they have to hit something vital? Does it have to go deep? Or does a little paper cut with it count? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think any of the Giants are going to die until whatever turn they're dying. I think that's, I think they're going to just keep going and keep going until they get dropped by, you know, their master dropping. Do you, do you think that maybe somehow, because um, you remember how, oh, but is Bran still marked by the Night King? We don't know how long that mark lasts. Because I was thinking maybe Bran might be able to set up some type of uh, protective field around Winterfell to keep the Night King at bay for a little bit. No, well, I don't know about that, but that does answer my question as to why they would head west. If he marked yeah. it, then that might be he knows exactly where the Three-Eyed Raven is. They have back yeah, that's true. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully Bran's keeping an eye out and then he's going to be like, Ravens, everyone! Ravens, everyone! Walls down! Walls down! <laughs> I mean, if nothing yeah. else, I think that they would head to Winterfell because that's where the roads are going to lead. They're going to get onto the road, and the road's going to lead them to Winterfell. I, mean, there's no I, I don't see White Walkers using board. roads very much. <laughs> I think they could, like, if they, if they want to. I mean, why not? They're going to have to send them towards more people, and the more they want to find more people so that they can convert more to their army. They want to go to where there's the most people. So they follow a road, I, I would think. Oh, man. Vale's probably one of the safest places right now, other than that dragon. <laughs> yeah. Because there's only one entrance into the Vale, and it's through a big canyon with guarded by a giant wall. And no one knows about that dragon yet. 
except for any potential survivors of Eastwatch. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully uh, one or two survived and got out and was like, there's a dragon. There's a dead dragon. <laughs> well, Brandon's on the dragon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Brandon should know. Yeah, you should know. Yeah, I'm sure some of the crows stuck around to watch the fucking dragon blast the shit out of the wall. I'm sure he's well aware. Well, well no, no, I don't think you... the alarm and get everyone in, in the winter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it's just it's going to be an intense first up few episodes of the next season. This is going to be non-stop, just carnage. You know oh, what yeah. I can't wait to see? When uh, what? when the Siege of Winterfell happens, I doubt you think Sansa will put some armor on. Um, yeah, you know, probably like, uh, so, oh, Sansa. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. No, I want to see Sansa in some nice breastplate. Well, is there anything else we need to add? Because it's kind of getting late for quite. Any any final thoughts? Any final th- any final theories before we take this up again next year? I thought it was two years. You from mean now. two years from now? But um. Yeah, no, final uh, thoughts is the North is tough. Uh, remember that black pirate? Is he ever going to come up again? Black pirate? Who? He was oh, the one that... Uh, yeah. I think he was friends with What's the guy. that? No, um, he's over at, his, He's over in Essos, and he'll, he'll have some... He'll pop in. He'll uh, have something to do with... Uh, Iran and uh, that golden army thing. Yeah. Still being I hope so. Anyway, that's all I may- have. Oh, it's just going to be great, great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we look forward to it. And uh, you guys can hear our thoughts about it. We'll just listen to this next year. Just listen to TPBS. We'll be doing it. I'm sure. Oh. Alright, guys. I'm funny. Alright. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for being on. Oh, yeah. No, no problem, man.